We're on the Gemara and Kuf Tesvav, about uh, seven, eight lines into the Amid. We begin where it says, Amad Avine. This is the Gemara today that will discuss the halachas of Kairach, the source of Kairach and the, the Machlekes, whether you have to do Kairach or not. Talk to Gemara, Amad Avine, Amali Rav Mesharshiye, Berei the Rav Nosen, Rav Mesharshiye, Berei the Rav Nosen said to me, Hochi Omar Hillel, this is what Hillel said, Mishmei the Gemara. In the name of a tradition that he had, this Hillel that it mentions here is not Hillel Azokin, the Tana, but this is Hillel, which was an Amaira. So he said, Today, you cannot wrap Matzah and Marah and eat them together to be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Matzah and Marah together. Why not? Venechel, and to eat them together. Because the halacha we paskin is matzah b'smanazeh The matzah that we eat today is an obligation menatayra. As the Gemara brings, we'll learn soon. Regardless if you have a carbon pesach or not, the matzah is menatayra. But the matzah that we eat today is only a mitzvah menatayra. Because the mitzvah menatayra of matzah is only in a time when there's a carbon pesach. Now, what's the problem? So the matter, which is only Midrabanan, comes, and will be mevatel, will take away from the taste of the matzah, it interferes with the mitzvah of matzah that you're eating, so therefore you're not fulfilling your mitzvah of matzah. In other words, the klal is, if you're mixing something else in your mouth when you're eating matzah, which is not a mitzvah, or a shus, something which is a shus, Together with the matzah, it's mevatel the mitzvah of matzah. So if the matzah would be a mitzvah minatayda just like the matzah, so then as the Gemara here will bring, a mitzvah is not mevatel another mitzvah. So two mitzvahs, to mix them together is not an issue. But since the matzah is only a mitzvah midrabanon, so minatayda there's no mitzvah to eat matzah. So the matzah takes away from the taste of the matzah, it's mevatel the matzah. It interferes with the mitzvah of the matzah. So you can't eat matzah and matzah together. Even the opinion that holds that when you eat two mitzvahs together in your mouth, they are not mevatl one another. Al Terebbe Shulchanarach says the reason is because it's all mitzvahs of Shalak Kaddish Baruch. It's the Eibush's mitzvahs. One mitzvah can't be mevatl another mitzvah. It's all the Eibush's mitzvahs. So, in other words, the point over here is. The problem really is not the taste, that we're eating the matzah together with the matzah minimizes the taste. Even though the Rashbam does say that Lashon here, that the issue is the time of the matzah. But the issue really is that when you have something else that's not a mitzvah, so it detracts from the mitzvah. There's a fulfillment of a mitzvah and there's something else that's being mafsik, which is not a mitzvah. But if the matzah itself is also a mitzvah, then it's kula mitzvah of Shalak Kaddish Baruch and therefore it doesn't take away. There's a ha'ara from, from the Rebbe in Asich and Chelik Chavav in Parshas Ve'eira. In the uh, first sikh, I believe it is, in the end of the sikh, the Rebbe there points out that it can't be just the taste which is the issue. Because if the taste is the issue, then it wouldn't matter if it's one mitzvah with another mitzvah, or it's a mitzvah with something else which is not a mitzvah. Elamai, it's the fact that it's not a mitzvah, so there's the din that it detracts from the hefts of the matzah, because there's a rishos that's being a hefzik here. But if it's a mitzvah with a mitzvah, so then there's one mandama that holds that it's not an issue. So, but Han, Emili, when is that true? When you have two mitzvahs that are both a mitzvah, so then they don't interfere with one another. Or two mitzvahs which are both mitzvahs, so again they don't interfere. But if one mitzvah is and another mitzvah is only mitzvah, so the issue is that the mitzvah which is not a mitzvah, will annul, will interfere with the mitzvah that you're, you're fulfilling. 
So therefore, Bizman Azeh, you cannot be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Matzah, when you eat it together with Mother. So how, why do we do Kairach Bizman Azeh, if so? The Gemara will explain. Let's see. So first the Gemara brings the source of this opinion that says that mitzvahs are not mevatl one another. Who is the opinion that says that mitzvahs are not mevatl one another? It's the Tana Hillel. The Tanya we learned in Abraise. Omru Olav al Hillel. It was said about Hillel in the time of the Beis Hamikdash. That he would wrap together all three, as the Rashbam here, Rashi and Rashbam here say, he would wrap together Pesach, Matzah, and Mother, all three together, and eat them. Shenemar al Matzah that you eat, the Pesach is, is going on the carbon Pesach there. And it says that the carbon Pesach should be eaten together with the Matzah and Mara. So it has to be wrapped all three together. There are some Rishayim, this is Rashi and Ashbam's opinion, that they would wrap Pesach, Matzah and Mara together. The Rambam, however, says that they would only eat the Matzah and the Mara together. You would eat the Pesach, and then afterwards it's only the Matzah and Mara that he ate together, like we do it today. Only Matzah and Mara together. Okay, so if Hillel would do this, Bisman Kayam, to wrap them all three together, so what do you see from here? That he holds that mitzvahs are not mavatl one another. Therefore, he would eat them together. Thing is, though, Taisvis, the Rishayim asked the question, what's the raya from here that mitzvahs are not mavatl one another? Maybe usually they are. But here the Pasik is specifically saying, that you should eat it all together. So isn't, isn't this Pasuk telling you a special chiv that over here it's different than every other place, that you have to eat it together? So there's different answers. The Rishayinim answer, the Rabbeinu David and other Rishayinim say that no, Adarabha, this is taka the source to the fact that in Kola Teire Kula, mitzvah sein mevat just like you see that the Teire says here regarding the Matzah and the Mar, or even the Pesach as well, according to Rashi, that all three have to be eaten together, even though the Chayre that takes away from one another, it's, it's, it's making a hefzik in your mouth, but nevertheless, from here, I learn out for kol kulo that mitzvahs are not mavatl one another. That's the opinion of Hillel. About this, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan came and said, "Chelkin Olaf chaveira vel Hillel." The uh, Hillel's uh, friends argued on him, and they held that mitzvahs are mavatl one another. The Tanya, because it said in Abraisa, "Yochel yekorchem bevasachas vayichlam." I would think that you should wrap the Pesach Matzah and Mara together and eat them at once. The same way Hillel ate it. Talmud Laima, so the Pasuk says, Al Matzah That he eat it even separately, the Matzah and the Mara separately. So the Rashbam says, from the very same Pasuk, that Hillel learned out that it has to be eaten together, Al Matzah because it goes on the carbon Pesach and it all has to be eaten together. So the Rabbonon, that his friends that argued on Hillel said, that it says the hay and the vav in the end of the Pasuk are extra. It could have said, al And I would understand that it means eating with the carbon Pesach. Because right before that it says in the Pasuk, Eat the meat of the carbon Pesach. And then it says, al So why does it have to say, yechluhu? The yechluhu comes to say that you eat each one separately. So since you have to eat each one separately, I see from here that Chaveirav of Hillel held that mitzvahs are mavatl one another, and therefore the mitzvah, how you eat the matzah and mother is, to eat each one separately. That's what Rabbi Yechanan said. But on this mask of law, Ravashi, Ravashi asked Rabbi Yechanan on this, how could you say that the Chaveirav of Hillel argued on him and said that mitzvahs are mavatl one another? 
They say the, the term that they use is afilo, that you even can eat it separately, but not that you must eat it separately, you could eat it together as well. So you see that even the Chaveir of Hillel also held, like Hillel, that mitzvahs are not mevatel one another. You have an option. You have a choice to eat it together or eat it separately. So how could you say that they held that mitzvahs are mevatel zezeh? So even if you see over here that they argue on Hillel regarding how the mitzvah of Al-Matzah Samaritim Yechlu is fulfilled, right? Because you see that Hillel holds that they must be eaten together. That's what it seems like. That's what most Rishayinim hold, that the Matzah and Marah must be eaten together in order to be yet to the mitzvah of Marah. Mashenke and Hillel, sorry, Chavedov of Hillel held, Afilu, it could be eaten together and it could be eaten separately. So as far as that is concerned, yes, we see a Machleikis here. But as far as the issue of whether mitzvah some of Vatle Zeh or not, the fact that Chavedov shall Hillel hold, that you could eat it together, means that they hold that mitzvah are not Mavatl one another. That was the question that Ravashi asked and Rabbi Echenen. So therefore he disagrees, and Elam and Ravashi, Ravashi says, Hai Tana Hochi Katani. This Tana is saying as follows, I would think you're not Yetzir the Mitzvah of Matzah and Marer, unless you eat it together, exactly the way Hillel eat it, would eat it together. That you could, you may eat it separately. You can eat it together, but you could eat it separately as well. So therefore they're not really arguing on Hillel in this sense. Hillel holds that you must eat it together. And they hold that you could eat it together. But you also could eat it separately. So according to Rav Ashi's opinion, as far as the concept of mitzvahs, mevatli, zeh, everybody holds that mitzvahs are not mevatli one another. As far as the obligation of how you have to eat the mitzvah of Mara, Hillel holds that you must eat it together. And Chavedov shall Hillel held that you could eat it together, but you could eat it separately as well. You have a choice. That's the simple pshat here in the Gemara, according to Ravashi. There are other Rishayim that disagree with this. Taisus over here says that the Yemis says that even according to Hillel, this study says over here that Hillel will eat it together, it's only L'Chadchila, or as other Rishayim put it, it's a mitzvah and a mufcha. But even Hillel agrees to the Rabbana that you don't must eat the matzah and mara together in the oifen of Kairach. So really in that sense, there's, there's not much of a machlaikis here between Hillel and the Chaved of Shal Hillel regarding how you eat the mitzvah of mara. Okay, but uh, many Rishayim do say, and this is the way the Alter Rebbe brings in a Shulchan Aruch as well, that according to Hillel, you must eat the Matzah and Marah together. It's Likuve, it's not just that you could, that, uh, but it's Ma'akiv, that you must eat it together. And Chavedov shall Hillel held, that you have a choice, you can eat it together or you can eat it separately. That's according to Rav Ashi. However, Rabbi Yechenen disagreed with this. Gemara before quoted, what did Rabbi Yechenen say? Rabbi Yechenen said that no, Chavedov shall Hillel argued and said that mitzvahs and mevat ezeh, and you must eat the matzah and the mara separately. The fact that it said in the Braisa the term afilu, which was the question of Ravashi, it's a question. Okay, there's, there's answers to that. But Rabbi Yechenen's opinion was that you must eat it separately. So now, according to the Rashbam's Pshat and our Gemara, the continuation of the Gemara here is going to be according to Rabbi Yechenen's opinion. That there's a real machlekes here between the Rabbanon and Hillel. Hillel holds you must eat it together, and the Rabbanon holds you must eat it separately. And on that the Gemara says, So now, since regarding this machlekes between Hillel and the Rabbanon, the halacha of who we paskened like was not, was not given. So we don't know who the halacha is like. So what do we have to do with Zeh? How do we eat matzah and mara? 
First, you have to eat matzah separately, according to everybody. Even Hillel would agree to that, because as we began in the beginning, so even Hillel would agree, you can't eat right in the beginning the matzah together with the matzah, because the matzah will be mevatel, the matzah. So you first eat matzah separately. And then you eat matzah separately. And you make a bracha al-achilis mara and you have to eat it separately. And why are you doing this? This is only according to the Rabbanon. If you would be following Hillel, immediately after eating matzah, you would eat the mara and the matzah together. To be mekayim, the mitzvah of mara that must be done with the, with the kairach, with the mara and matzah together. But we want to be yaitzah, the opinion of Rabbanon as well. So first we eat the mara separately. And you can't eat the matzah together with the mara according to the Rabbanon. Because once you ate the matzah before, now the matzah is not a chiyav minatayra anymore. So you're going to eat the matzah together with the mara. The matzah will now be mevatel the mara. So you have to eat the mara separately. And then, the <coughs> And then you're going to eat the matzah and mara afterwards together, without a bracha. You already made the bracha before. You're, being, you're having in mind to be yaitzah. The bracha before should go also on the kairach. And now you're going to be yaitzah Hill's opinion to eat the mara and the matzah together. Zeichel amikdash to, be, to fulfill the mitzvah of Marah according to Hillel. According to Hillel, you have to eat it again because you weren't yet to the mitzvah of Marah before. Right, so that's the way we do it today. They did it only for the Pesach, for the carbon Pesach. Correct. Hillel only did this when he had the carbon Pesach. Okay, so, so it has nothing to do with uh, uh, very good point. So, so the question that you asked, just answer the question that he asked. Oh, okay, so let me just explain this very bekitzer over here. That the Gemara here says zeichel and mikdash kehilol. So some of Farshim say the Bach says the exact point that you said. That really, even according to Hillel, kairich bezman is not something which we can do because the whole kairich is dafk if you have the Pesach, all three. But we don't have the Pesach bezman so why are we doing Kairach B'zmanazeh? So the emesis, B'zmanazeh, even Hill would agree that you just eat the Mara separately. And you eat the mitzvah with the Rabbanon of Mara by eating the Mara separately. We eat the Matzah and the Mara together afterwards just to commemorate the way Hillel did it then. And we have two of the ingredients and not three, so it's just as a commemoration. And that's why the Gemara emphasizes Zeichel and Mikdash Kehillel, because by emes, even according to Hillel, you were already eating the mitzvah of Mara when you ate the Mara separately. That's the Bach's Pshat in this Gemara. However, the Alter Rebbe disagrees. The Alter Rebbe says that even according to Hillel B'zman when you don't have the carbon Pesach, you're not Yetzir, the mitzvah of Marer, until you eat the Kairich, the Matzah and the Marer together. Because that's, that, that's how he, he felt when basically the Tzayi Kairich. That what? That they ate? It wasn't, but because Hill didn't, didn't, Hill didn't think, didn't, what the opinion was not, they have to eat the Marer because they eat the Pesach together. It's because you have to eat it together with the Matzah. That, that's why. So, so, so as I mentioned, so let me explain this. So as I mentioned before, as I mentioned before, right, the shit of the Rambam that says that even Bisman Shabbos Kayam, they only ate the Matzah and Mara together, right. and, and not the Pesach. But here's the thing, that's the Rambam's opinion. But the Alter Rebbe and Shulchan Aruch clearly says that the mitzvah of Kairach is to eat all three together. Bisman Shabbos Kayam. The Alter Rebbe spells it out clearly. Bisman Shabbos Kayam, they would eat all three together, Pesach, Matzah, and Mara. And nevertheless, Bisman according to Hill. Only if you eat the matzah and the mara together are you yet to the mitzvah of mara. And the reason is because according to the Alter Rebbe, the main point of kairach, according to Hillel, is 
to combine the various mitzvahs that you have tonight. If you have three, it'll be all three. If you have two, it'll be two. That's the point of what the Torah is saying when it says, So therefore, you're not yaitza the mitzvah of Mara today until you eat kairich together. So according to the Alter Rebbe, it's a little bit difficult to understand why we emphasize Zeichel and Mikdash Kehillel here in the Gemara. The Amish says, get to the Nusach that we say, in the Velt, when they say that Nusach, they conclude Zeichel and Mikdash Kehillel. And we don't say it. In, the, in our Nusach, we don't say Zeichel and Mikdash Kehillel. So the Rebbe says in the Haggadah, the reason is, because according to the Alter Rebbe, we're eating the Marer, and it's, an, it's a chiyuv, according to Hillel, to eat the mara today, just like according to the Rabbanon, it's a chiyuv to eat the mara separately, it's a chiyuv to eat the kairich together, according to Hillel. So therefore we don't emphasize Zeichel and Mikdash Kehillel. But the interesting thing that comes out according to the Alter Rebbe, and the Rebbe emphasizes this in the Haggadah, is that according, according to Hillel, there's a second chiyuv of matzah when you eat the kairich. Meaning, the, the way the Alter Rebbe understands the concept of kairich is, it's about combining mitzvahs. Once you ate the matzah the first time, you will eat the mitzvah of matzah. You can eat the matzah a second time, it's really not a mitzvah of matzah anymore. Chachamim had to establish a second mitzvah of matzah. The Rebbe uses the Lashon Dagada, Chi of Matzah Sheni. They established a second Chi of Matzah in order to f- be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Kairach. The only way you can fulfill Kairach is by combining mitzvahs. So they established a second mitzvah of matzah. So now you have a mitzvah of matzah mit rabbanon, a mitzvah of modern mit rabbanon, and you combine the two for the mitzvah of kairach. Mashenkin, according to other opinions, they didn't create a new mitzvah of matzah. You were yaitzah the mitzvah of matzah. Kairach is just about bringing matzah along with matzah. It doesn't have to be another mitzvah. It's not about combining mitzvahs. The Alter Rebbe, however, holds that the mitzvah of kairach is about combining two mitzvahs together, and therefore they made a new mitzvah of matzah in order to be able to fulfill the mitzvah of kairach. Why do we go out of our way to follow Das Yachid? So over here, they, for, for some reason, they didn't paskin. I mean, the, 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 that's, uh, whatever, for whatever reason is, they didn't paskin. Oh, we always paskin by the hill, like for the can't laying Hanukkah candles. But here it was Hill and Chaveirov. Hill and Chaveirov. It's not based on Beshamay, it's Hill and Chaveirov. But for some reason, this halacha was not paskind, and uh, that's why we have to be yaitz of both opinions. Okay, so this is the source of Kaida. Here we see exactly the Hosolinian. Anything that's dipped into liquid, you have to wash your hands before you eat it. The reason is because Chachamu wa geyser, a person's hands, have a halacha to be a sheni lutoma, zrash rashbam kurashi rashbam quote over here, and then the mashkin, any mashkin that touches anything that's tame becomes a rishen lutoma, and then you can become tame. There's various different opinions in the rishenim exactly what level of tame we're concerned about, but the point is that you become tame when you eat it, when your hands are wet, when you're touching it. So you have to wash your hands before you eat it. And this is relevant, this is the orchats that we wash before we eat karpas, when we dip it into the salt water. So from here I see that the lettuce that you eat, and as we saw before, you, sometimes you could even be using lettuce for karpas already, if you don't have any other vegetable. So you have to dip this lettuce, you have to completely dip it totally into the charoises, and the reason why you dip it into charoises, is because of the kofa. What's kofa? Rashi says that it was some kind of a sap that had a poison that was inside this vegetable and this uh, in the lettuce that you have to get rid of through dipping it into the chareises. Rabbi Hananel says kofa is a telas, it's a worm that you want to <coughs> get rid of this worm over there. So you have to completely dip it into the, totally 
into the Chareises. The Yislok Adaitach, Leitzarech Lishkue, because if you're going to say that it doesn't have to be totally immersed into the Chareises, Netilis Yedayim Lomali, why do you have to wash your hands? Holenoga, you're holding on to the lettuce from a side where it's dry and your hands will not become tummy. So why do you have to wash your hands? So the Gemara says, no, it's not a rai. V'dilme, perhaps, I'll tell you, it doesn't have to be completely immersed into the chareises. And so you may ask the question, if so, how are we getting rid of this kafa? <coughs> the kafa merechemais. This kafa, whether it's a poison, whether it's a, it's a worm, it dies from the aroma, from the strong aroma that there is, from the spices of the chareises. Ella, lomelina, tilisidayim. So why do you have to wash your hands? Dilma meshakele. Because you may come to touch the liquid if you'll dip it in fully. You don't have to, but you might come to touch the liquid and then you'll become tome and you'll make the food tome. That's, so that's why you have to wash your hands even then. Yeah, because the charais is correct. Or today, we do with the bicarpus, the minig is that we dip it into salt water. And the issue is the water, the liquid, the mashkin that it uh, is touching, correct? Don't leave your mother in the charais for too long. Dilme agav chalye de tavlin, the strong taste of the spices that there are in the charais it's going to take away the bitter taste of the mother. And you have to have the bitter taste of the mother and you won't have the bitter taste. And he said to him as follows. If you washed your hands by the Tibul Rishain, which is Karpas, you have to wash your hands again when it comes to Tibul Shani, which means before you eat Matzah and then you're going to eat the mother. Rabbanan repeated this in front of Rav Pape, and they said, This statement of Rav Chiste had to have been said not regarding Pesach. It had to have been said regarding any other day of the year. If it was said regarding Pesach, Why do you have to wash your hands twice? He washed his hands once. So on Pesach, by the Seder, you know your schedule. You know you're going to eat now karpas, and then that later on you're going to eat matzah and maris. So, so you know what you're planning on doing. So therefore, washing your hands once should be enough. Why do you have to wash again? And the rest of the year, on any day, when you wash your hands once, and then you're not planning on eating again to be table something again, or to wash bread for bread again. So then you would have to wash again, because it wasn't in your plan. Yisro so, so Amalahu, sorry, so Rav Papa responded to them and said, Amalu Rav Papa, no, Adarab, on the contrary. The statement of Rav Chiste must have been said regarding Pesach. Hochayet, it was said about Pesach. If it was said for every day of the year, where do you find every day of the year that you have to be tevil something twice? He's, te- he's saying, when, you, when you're tevil twice, you should wash twice. There's no such a mitzvah every day of the year. That's what we say in the Manashtana. There's no matbil and shtei palmim every day of the year. So we go back to our question. So it was said regarding by the Seder, Why do I have to wash my hands twice? He washed his hands once in the beginning. Shouldn't that be enough? So the Gemara answers, Omri, they gave the answer, Since after washing the first time for Karpas, you're going to say the Haggadah and half a Hal in between, your mind may go off of being careful of where your hands are going, Venoga, your hands may touch an area which is unclean and you have to wash your hands again. There's a time period separating in between long enough and you're busy with other things and therefore you have to wash your hands again. 
Amar Rava, going back to the mitzvah of matzah and mara, Rava said, Bola matzah, if you swallowed matzah without chewing it, and you didn't feel any of the taste of matzah, yotzah, yeyotzah, the mitzvah of matzah. Bola marer, however, if you swallowed marer, lo yotzah. You're not going to be yotzah, the mitzvah of marer, because the whole mitzvah of marer is, al shem shamaru chayeyem, you have to feel the bitter taste of the marer. So if you just swallow it without feeling the taste, you're not yotzah. Rashi actually has another gears in the Gemara where it says, Bola Marer Yotza, that you are Yotza Marer even if you didn't chew it. And Rashi says the reason is it's impossible, even if you don't chew the Marer, not to feel any of the bitter taste of the Marer when it enters into your mouth. And the Gemara says, Matzah, Bola Matzah Umarer, if you swallow the Matzah together with the Marer, Yidei Matzah Yotza, the mitzvah of Matzah you're Yotza, but Yidei Marer lo Yotza, the mitzvah of Marer you're not Yotza. Because the mitzvah of matzah, your yaitzah, even without feeling any taste whatsoever. Right? But the mitzvah of marer, since you didn't chew it, in such a case when it's together, you're not going to feel the taste of marer at all, and therefore you're not going to be yaitzah. Taisus here points out, didn't we just learn before, that there's an issue of marer being mevatl de matzah. If you're not going to be yaitzah marer, so why isn't the marer mevatl de matzah like we said before? So Taisus says the answer is, marer is only mevatl matzah when you chew them together. Chewing them together, so there's the taste of the two of them together, then it's mavatl one another. But if you swallow them, the matzah, the emes, matzah, you don't have to feel the taste. There's a sikha where the Rebbe explains, it's that same sikha I mentioned before in Chelech Chafov, in Parshish Veda. The Rebbe says the whole point of the matzah is that it's tasteless. You're not supposed to add any other ingredients to the matzah. The matzah represents the simple faith of Yidin, the Kabbalah Sayal and the Amunah Pshuta of Yidin that has no flavor to it, no understanding and no taste to it. That's why the matzah, you yates, even if you just swallow it. A karchan besiv, if you wrap matzah in a sieve, which is taken from the bark of a palm tree, and you wrap it, or let's say even today, you put the matzah into whatever kind of a wrapping, and you put it into your mouth, ubala, and you swallow it that way, afyide matzah namilo yatsa. You're not yatsa the mitzvah of matzah. It's, it's, it's separating between your mouth and the matzah. It's like it was never in your mouth. So you're not yatsa bechlal. No, 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 this is not mitzah the taste. This is because it's ke'ilu, it's not in your mouth. It's, it's, there's, a, there's a chatzitza between your mouth and the matzah. It's as if you didn't eat it, b'chlal. Um, Rav Shimi Barashi, Rav Shimi Barashi said, matzah lefnei kol echad ve'echad. The matzah has to be in front of every single person. And matzah also lefnei kol echad ve'echad. The matzah should be given to every person separately. And v'chareisas lefnei kol echad ve'echad. And also the chareisas in front of each one separately. Taisus over here says that the reason is so that you should be able to make the, when you make the brach, you should be able to taste from your matzah and marer immediately. Especially in those times, every person had their own separate table. So that it will take more time to pass around the matzah and marer to everyone. So therefore, everyone has to have their own matzah and marer in front of them. Because if there's a birchas a mitzvah, you want to be able to taste it immediately. Rashbamir says that in our times, when there's one large table, everyone's sitting around the same table, so it's much easier to pass it around quickly, so there's no issue. You, know, you don't have to have it in front of everyone. And then, the ein oikrin es ha-shulchan agada. At the beginning of the agada, when you say manashtana, you're supposed to uproot the table. Then they had actual little tables that they would take out. So when you take away that table, you don't have to take it away, only in front of the one that actually says the Haggadah, and not, in front of, not from everybody else. Right, so the Gemara now will explain what's this Indian of removing the table. Ravuna amar, in, in, in a moment, Ravuna amar kulu nami, all the things that we mentioned here, lefnei mishay meragada. 
the matzah, the mother, the says You don't have to have it in front of everyone. It's enough. The, the, the father of the house, for example, he's saying that God, he has all the matzah and mother and chareises in front of him, and he distributes it to everyone. We pass him like Ravona. Now the Gemara explains, Why do we uproot the table before you begin saying that God, before Manashtana? Omri the Bey Rabbi so in the Shiva of Rabbi they said, So the children should see that there's something different tonight and they'll ask the question, Hey, why aren't we going and washing? Why aren't we eating the Suda right now? Why are we taking away the table? We didn't even eat yet. That's the Indian. Of course, our minig is not to uproot any table. And the Welt minig is that you, that, um, by, uh, by Heilachman, yeah, they pick up the Kaira. Some Rishayim say that when the Gemara here says, it's referring to this minig of picking up the, the Kaira by Heilachman. Yeah, Tosis brings this minig here. But um, our minig is not to pick up the, the Kaira. Our minig is to just uh, cover the matz, uh, to uncover the matzahs, that is, by Heilachmania. And then when you come to Manashtana, you move away and you cover the matzahs. That's, that's how we're Mekayim, the Oikrin is just by covering the matzahs. Mara here brings the incident that happened then. Abaye, Abba Yosef, Kameh, the Rabbe. Abaye, when he was young, he was sitting by Rabbe. He was raised by Rabbe. And he was sitting by the Seder. Chaza the Kamadli, Takemi Kameh. He saw that they're removing the table. In the beginning of the Seder, they didn't eat yet. Amalohu, so he said, Adayin lo'kachlinon. Also, Kamekri, Takemi Kamon. We didn't eat yet. And you're already removing the table. Amalei Rabbe. Rabbe said, Patroson, Niloimar, Manishtana. You ask this question, you don't have to ask the Manishtana anymore. You ask this question, and this, so the whole point is that the, the Haggad has to be said, so you already asked the question, we'll give you the answer, and we'll explain you what's unique tonight, and you can already say, Tesis over here says that it doesn't mean that you don't have to ask the Manashtana literally. What it means to say is that from this, you'll come to ask the Manashtana on your own, because you'll ask one question, it'll lead to ask another question, and you do, you do still have to actually ask Manashtana. But some Rishayim do learn Pshat and the Gemara literally that you don't have to ask Dafka these questions, of Manashtana, once you ask this question about why you remove the table, so then you don't have to ask the Manashtana. You're part of Manashtana, you can go on straight to Avodim Mayinu.